today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Adam Oldfield in with Tech Talk today. You know, you were. It, you, uh, let's talk about your uh, your two years with the band Kraftwerk. Uh, I know there was some. <laughs> I know there were, there were some internal problems. Uh, you know, yeah. that ill-fated Australian tour really sort of frayed the band apart, right? It was a lot of battle over <laughs> who was going to take lead. I, I, You know what? I like orange Smarties. Next thing you know, yeah. it's a blue Smartie battle. And, uh, you know, I, I mean, it's not much to ask to make sure that my blue Smarties are removed. But, you know what? It was unfortunate because the guys and I never really got along. That's and right. It, it all came came down to Smarties. That's what it came down to is it just broke a band up over Smarties. However, we had a great time on our tour. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. And, and listen, these, all these guitar bands and the long hair and the Bon Jovi's and the Poisons, they don't get the ladies like Depeche Mode and New Order and the Human League and Kraft. They don't. I mean, the synthesizer <laughs> is still an instrument and uh, and the women show out. Like, I've, I've been to those concerts. I'm, I'm, I'm the only guy there. I really am. I was going to say, you know what? It's the mullet. I don't want to get into the details, but I'm going to tell you the mullet was a lady winner. It just naturally grew. I don't know what it was. It was yeah. just a natural attraction thing. When they saw the mullet, they, they were just right into the music. I, I could have just smashed my face against the synthesizer totally. and they would have loved it. So, you know, as long as the mullet was past the neck, I was in good shape. The whole tour, it was just, it was, it was good. Totally. Uh, that should be part of the autobiography, but make sure there's a few <laughs> chapters in there. All right, let's get to the tech stuff because I, I think think you know we and retail has been a theme we've talked about Adam the last couple weeks but I want to get to the yeah. Microsoft story um, physical stores in Canada and the US are closing up for Microsoft obviously compared to Apple and and Apple strength in the retail industry it's it's a totally different scenario and and Microsoft is almost focusing everything online now you order it'll get delivered to you etc cetera, etc cetera, and closing up retail shops why well, I, Microsoft made the commitment two years ago that they were jumping out of the hardware game. They were very clear in their fact that they tried to get it, uh, tried to go with the mobile phone. They had a lot of support through it. Uh, we saw the Microsoft hardware. Uh, they partnered. We, we, Microsoft has always been a software system. They've created Office. They've created uh, multiple different applications when it comes to Office administration uh, systems. And they learned their lesson. Trying to be in the hardware game uh, like Apple was. Mm -hmm. did not work out. And that was the difference. Apple was always in the hardware software from the beginning. It had a very rough go to try and get to where it is today, whereas Microsoft uh, started in the software side exclusively, tried in late. Now, what happened was due to COVID and a lot of other elements, Microsoft has finally said, you know what, bottom line, shareholders are, are what we're accountable to. And the retail outlet was not forecasted in any immediate future to recover. So with that, they've closed all their uh, retail outlets across North America. You can still purchase, uh, you know, the Xbox, uh, all sorts of uh, hardwares that they're still providing is going to be exclusively online. So Microsoft is really, and they're, they're sticking to their plan. Their strategy is, is rolling out, and it is going to be uh, now focused on software. And they need to do that because I can tell you, with all of the malware viruses and everything else, Microsoft is under the gun constantly every day with new upgrades and new updates with Microsoft 10. Yeah, I wondered about that. Yeah, uh, you, you, there is some pressure uh, on the company. All right, I want to switch and, and pivot to uh, 
to TikTok. Um, TikTok is out of India. And we've talked about this. We were talking about WhatsApp a couple weeks ago. There are obviously, and we'll get to Facebook, there's obviously a lot of people that feel this internal conflict, the security concerns on their mobile phones. Um, you know, TikTok is incredibly popular in North America. It's not dying down anytime soon. But are we going to see other countries say, I'm a little concerned, right? We have a lot of debates about Huawei, obviously. That's not out of the news. What what do you see transpiring over the next weeks and months with TikTok, even for North American users? Well, I think we'll see the first uh, pushback in the USA. That's going to be the next one that's going to roll out. The big the big reason in India right now when they shut off TikTok uh, uh, was because of the fact that it was uh, a little bit of a political statement with the battle going on on the border, and China and India are in a little bit of hot water with each other. Obviously, security issues aside, TikTok has had a lot of scrutiny with where are the files uploaded, what information yeah. is being stored on servers, and they're going to china that's no secret there's no 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 hiding the fact that all your videos your little uh, dance routines you're doing with your dad or your mom and, and your grandmother are all being shared on a chinese server and this is becoming uh, obviously a big bone of contention with india so what they did was they shut and this is the first time by the way greg that they've shut an entire app off for a country so for TikTok to be uh, a uh, singled out, and the main reason primarily is because the files uploaded about Indian citizens are stored on a Chinese server, it makes a point to say how many other countries are going to be jumping into this. And why I'm going into this whole element of uh, what's happening with China, Not again, this is tech talk, not political talk, but uh, <laughs> the whole idea is that with China's old scrutiny under the new security laws they're passing, many, many Many people in Hong Kong and worldwide are scrubbing their information. Anything they posted, whether it's Twitter, TikTok, whatever, they are under the scrutiny of the Chinese government right now. Yeah. If they posted anything, they're trying to get rid of it. So I think we're going to see a lot more when it comes from applications that China has rolled out, whether it's Huawei, whether it's software. And I even spoke to my daughters. They're like 16 and 12. Uh, and I said to them, get rid of TikTok. Guys, it's fun. It's happy. It's all this good stuff, but you need to get rid of it. So I think we're going to see in the next probably week or two a big push from the United States as they've already made a declaration on a totally different degree against Huawei. I think they're going to push against the applications. And here's the other big thing, Greg. TikTok mm. is 30%. It's got millions and billions of users. 30% of the users on, on, on uh, TikTok were from India. So that's a big punch in the gut when it comes yes. to shutting off an application. So um, anyway, I just make that point. Expect more of this from any application from China. All right. Since you've done it in your house, I'm 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 a softie at home, so I'm going to give you my 12-year-old son's FaceTime uh, number, and you, I want you to tell him to get off TikTok because I, <laughs> that would be a big big help for me, Adam. If you could swing that for me later today, I, I would do it. But my own daughter said, "Sure thing, Dad. <laughs> Can you practice our dance routine? We got you know, That's we right. got our 30 million followers. We need to we got to keep up keep up with the Joneses when it comes to TikTok." I'm I'm, pan I'm panicked. Your daughter and my son follow each other on TikTok, and we don't even know it. That's a concern, and I'm more concerned for you than for me because you don't know him so all right adam oldfield by the way joining us tech talk on 900 chml facebook uh we talked about it a couple weeks ago massive massive sponsors are pulling the plug and and even the five canadian banks this week so this is a tidal wave mark zuckerberg's losing a lot of money again where are all the tiny violins for his bottom line but what's the what's the reclamation for 
for Facebook here. They they are obviously under heat, and we're getting political again for a lot of the uh, you know a, a lot of the fake news, if you will, a lot of the right you know alt right agenda that are able to put stuff out there that either is is offensive, hateful, or not even true. And it's a problem. It's a big, big problem. And Zuckerberg is maybe starting to recognize it because it's hitting his wallet hard. I would think that, except yesterday, Zuckerberg made it very clear. And he said this in one simple sentence. And, and, he, and he said it right. I mean, when you're losing billions of revenue, Zuckerberg, from the beginning, when he started Facebook, money was obviously a goal, but it was never his agenda. And his comment, which made me just go, wow, that was like a, a punch in the, in the face for all advertisers, was they will be back. That was his quote yesterday yeah. when it was, how is this going to impact Facebook? How's your share going to be impacted? Uh, you know, from 17 billion and those losses that are coming in. Um, again, yes, large banks, Unilever, Coca-Cola, all the large brands are boycotting, uh, Facebook in a, in a cry for better management and regulations. Now, when it comes to this detail, this is where it's getting, uh, in my opinion, Greg, that it's getting a little fuzz, uh, fuzzy and concerning. And I'll tell you, why? Because with this, Facebook is kind of standing his ground and saying, we're not going to not restrict comments. And obviously, there's uh, argument about uh, racist advertising, uh, you know, political uh, messaging, if you will. And Facebook has said very clearly, our advertising is going to be scrutinized, and we won't let those ads roll. However, the argument that Zuckerberg standing his ground on is, if people want to post their opinion, meaning freely post, talk their opinion. Of course, as long as it doesn't violate their general terms and conditions, he will continue to let it go. And meaning let it post, let it roll, but they'll put a little disclaimer and may have a, a notice on there. And that's the part which is really the boycott argument is how is it Zuckerberg is allowing that to happen? Zuckerberg's comment was Facebook was intended for the people to post their opinions, to have a connection with their friends, to have a dialogue. And, and I'm not agreeing or disagreeing. I'm just saying that was how Facebook was established. And Zuckerberg is sticking to the what Facebook started out as in 2003 is exactly what it is today. People, the world isn't the same 18 years later. Here we are, and we're watching this program from Zuckerberg's standpoint. Yeah. You're right. He's not going to be hurting, but this is going to really divert or change the landscape of where social media goes. And I have to say, he might be right. If we put too much scrutiny and details in there, I can tell you right now, there's only two parties that are going to win, and that is going to be Apple and Google, because they will be the only uh, elements of which platforms we'll be able to survive on. It's just remarkable how it's all uh, come to pass, uh, Adam, in, in the sense that, you know, I haven't revisited the Social Network movie in a long time, but I loved it. And it's like, I think it got named like movie of the decade. It gets remarkable reviews, probably got robbed at the Oscars. But they made, uh, you know, they made Adam Zucker, they made Mark Zuckerberg so almost relatable and almost you're empathetic. And yet at the same time, he thought, what's the, you know, what should, what should I utilize my, my ingenious for? Let's rate hot girls on campus. Let's do that, and then let me steal the idea from the two, uh, you know, the Winklevoss twins. Let's, and yet we're all surprised at this. Like we're so shocked at this. Watch the movie again, right? 
Exactly. It will give you some clarity, but that's the point. If you watch it, you will be like, nothing's changed from where he started this process. That's the part that I, I really, I don't know. I don't know if I envy him, respect him, or I despise him. But I can definitely tell you that I, I, I admire his, his stance and his opinion, considering, you know, he's able to be who he is. And it's a little bit of where Steve Jobs used to be. You know, he would stand yes. his ground. He did not agree to a lot of what people said. And, and look where Apple is today based on his direction and his stance. I don't know if Zuckerberg's moving in that direction in a positive way, but here's the bottom line, Greg. There are 2.6 billion active users on Facebook. And I have to claim that Zuckerberg's right. You know, you're going to come back because there's no way advertisers can get the most value out of that. A big chunk of the advertising revenue does come from small business, from the locksmith to the small retailer to the person starting up business. They're, they're still advertising, and that's a good 60% of their revenue. That's where they're coming from. So he's not in any immediate position of danger, I can tell you that. No, no. By the way, I, as an aside, do you remember how good the movie was? It's called Pirates of Silicon Valley, and it's Anthony Michael yeah. Hall and Noah, and, and he's Bill Gates and Noah Wiley's Steve Jobs. That's never on TV, but I would watch that again no. in a second. I remember seeing it the first time, and it's now, it, how much clarity would we get 20 years after the movie with everything that, that's happened with Apple and Microsoft? Right. It would give a, it would give you a very decent perspective of where things have flipped and where yeah. things were back in the day. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Let's get to, uh, let's get to one more story. Let's do the password story. I love this. Um, we all think, you know, we, we all try and keep our passwords clear. I forget one a week I have to do. And God, two, two factor authentication. Every time I see that phrase, I think I, and, and many of the listeners cringe and we're like, Oh God, not two factor authentication. I won't remember all this, but the password thing is rather remarkable. Share with the audience uh, this compilation of, of passwords that got put on the web. Well, here, here's something for fact. Where are we getting this information from? The fact that there's been so many data breaches. <laughs> yeah. So in the last two years, we've seen everything from Capital One, millions, hundreds of millions, billions of login and passwords. So this has been compiled through the dark web, considering it's accessible. One out of 142 passwords is... One, two, three, four, five, six. And I'm shocked it's not one out of five. I'm shocked it's not one out of four or one out of five. I really am. Well, I mean, and, and when you look at the top five, that's, I mean, it, it ranges between one, two, three, four, five, six, and then it goes seven to eight, <laughs> and then it goes up to 10 um, with an exclamation mark in there sometimes um, because they force you to that. But at the end of the day, this password, a hundred, one out of 142 is on the dark web right now. And it's time to change your password is the bottom line. So there's a lot of systems out there that are really encouraging us to do that. Google has it in Chrome. Firefox has it. You you can even see if your password has been compromised. You can just type your email in, and it will actually tell you, yes, it has, and here's where it's being stolen and where it's still active. Your Chrome browser will, will tell you from the dark web who's got access to it. <laughs> just when you thought you had it all clear, you had all, all 28 of your passwords on a file, and you could look it up anytime on your phone. Uh, then this transpires. Adam, we got to leave it there. Uh, Tech Talk, great segment. Love doing it. Uh, Bill's back with you next week, but I know we'll get to talk again. Thanks for the time. Wonderful. Thanks. Have a great weekend. You got it. Adam Oldfield uh, bringing you Tech Talk, brought to you by Vacuum and Furnace and Duck Cleaning. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.